0: As I talked about in part one of this episode, there is a time to train your swing and a time to maintain your swing. And there are different rules for each approach. But what should you do about playing when your swing is under construction? To help you avoid unnecessary frustration, in this episode, I share the five rules for a good round when you're in the midst of a swing change. She Talks Birdie is for you, the golf enthusiast, who wants to discover how to play the game you love better, smarter, and more effortlessly. If that sounds like exactly what you need to take your game to the next level, then I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Dr. Shannon Reese, and in each episode, we'll take a look behind the curtain in your mind to uncover the simple mindset strategies that will help you play great. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. If you're new here, this is part two of my lesson on how to get the most out of your next swing lesson with your coach. Be sure to start with episode 15 if you haven't listened to it yet. To quickly refresh your memory, When you're working on a swing change with your coach, you are in a training phase, which is very different than the mindset and approach you take to golf when you're in a maintenance phase. But most golfers aren't aware that their approach should be different. To be clear, you cannot be in both phases at the same time. You are either working on your swing or you're working to trust and play with the swing in the state it's in without constantly working on it. Problems occur when you get stuck in a habit of continually training and never transition back to learning how to play with the swing you have. When in a training phase, my best recommendation is that you spend the majority of your time on the range. It is a pressure-free environment as compared to the course and there are fewer distractions you have to deal with. To get the most out of your time on the range, you want to make sure that you're creating the right mental environment in which to learn. To guide you in the right direction, I shared five rules that you want to stick to in my last episode. They are number one, set aside time to train. Number two, embrace the growing pains. Number three, Lead with patience and a positive attitude. Number four, keep your goals small and incremental. And number five, be mindful of your position on the journey. You can gather some valuable feedback by test driving your swing change on the course from time to time while you're within a training phase. But just like on the range, you must create a solid environment in which to learn and grow without the pressure to score. You have to be all right making mistakes and setting your typical measures of success aside for something more aligned with training. I realize that may sound difficult when you are accustomed to gauging your success by your score, but it is possible and better when you take your swing to the course with a mindset that fits what it is you're working to change. That brings us to the five rules that will help you have a productive round while training your swing. Rule number one, play with a training-centered definition of success. While in the midst of a swing change, you cannot expect to measure your success on the course the same way you would when you aren't training your swing. This means that your score and current stat tracking needs to be set aside. Because your swing is in a state of flux, your score and statistics will likely be in a state of flux too. Therefore, it's necessary to define what success looks like in a different way. In my last Facebook Live Q&A, I did a deep dive on episode 15 and talked more about how to position yourself for success on the range. One important bonus tip was to connect with your swing coach to discuss the types of micro improvements you'll want to be looking for. Those are what you can use to shape a new training-focused definition of success that you can take with you to the course. If you'd like to have access to the replay from that live Q&A, be sure to use the link on my show notes page to access the private Facebook group. Using your score or even your on-course statistics as your primary measures of success will only provide you with a limited picture of your performance, and while your swing is under construction, that feedback might not be accurate. Learning to look for other signs of progress within your process enables you to stay connected with the indicators over which you have direct control. Before heading to the course for your first time when you're in your next training phase, be sure to write down a few ways you can better measure your success and set the right expectations for your round. Rule number two, focus on doing one thing well. During a training phase, there may be multiple small things you want to be working on in your swing at one time. As I mentioned in the last episode, it's better to focus on one thing at a time. The same approach is important when you choose to take your under construction swing to the course. There are many things you already need to focus on while playing. In an effort to keep your mind as free of clutter as possible, plan to focus on doing one thing well, one shot at a time for the entire round. For example, Just being mindful of maintaining a good takeaway position would be a great singular focus. Avoid adding any other objective to your goal for the round. Be patient so that you increase the rate at which you assimilate that one improvement so you can move on to the next one in the short term. The simpler you keep things when you're on the course, the better learning environment you will maintain. Rule number three. Expect to make progress by making mistakes. Change never occurs overnight, so you won't do things perfectly every time when you're learning something new. Mistakes will happen, and you need to give yourself permission to make them without being self-critical when you do. The patience and positive attitude rule you need to apply on the range is important on the course, too. How you choose to respond to a miss will determine your rate of improvement. Part of being in a training phase includes analyzing your mechanics and considering what went wrong. But I don't want you to view your swing through an emotional or critical lens, rather a constructive and objective one. The best way to evaluate any shot is to, number one, analyze how you executed the one mechanical aspect you're focused on. Number two, determine what, if anything, wasn't correct. And number three, reinforce the correction by slowly repeating the movement the right way before moving on. Remember that when you take your swing to the course for a test drive, the goal is to identify and work through the kinks. If you beat yourself up each time things don't go as you'd like, you will remain stuck right where you are. Rule number four be creative and flexible. When making a swing change, you have to fully accept that your game will change too. That's the point, after all. If you expect things to remain the same, then you are setting yourself up for a lot of frustration. A rigid approach to golf is an unsuccessful approach whether you're in a training phase or not. The game that is never the same two rounds in a row requires you to play with creativity and flexibility. Learning does too. I talked about the importance of both of these characteristics in episodes number two and number nine, in case you'd like to learn more. Set your expectations around gaining lots of great feedback from your round by being willing to test theories, hit to different targets, use different clubs in new ways, and to consider all possible options at your disposal with every shot. Tap into your inner Phil Mickelson and Bubba Watson and have some fun experimenting. This approach is a great mental game skill you will want in your bag for every round. It can position you for greater overall success in and out of a training phase. Because your game will ebb and flow, you need to mentally prepare yourself to do the same rather than fighting against that natural trend. Rule number five, track your progress after every hole. Just because you won't be logging a stroke count on your scorecard after every hole doesn't mean there isn't something meaningful to track. Rule number two for your round tasks you with establishing your singular goal. You are playing with a purpose to do one thing as consistently well as you are currently able to do. Scoring yourself on that one thing can help you keep the momentum going during the round. But here's the important reminder when it comes to this rule. You don't want to track how many times you don't succeed or the ratio of success to failure. I want you to make a point to learn from failure, but I don't want you to keep track of how many times you make mistakes. You can use your scorecard to note how many times you correctly executed your one thing once you complete the whole. If you did things right one or more times, then take a moment to celebrate those successes. If not, then take a moment to appreciate the fact that you gave it a good try and trust that you will find success on your next attempt. The key will be how well you proceed with a positive attitude centered on learning and growing. As with anything, the mindset you choose to practice and play with while you're in a training phase will determine your success. Make sure you take the time to embrace these five rules of play during a training phase so that you get the most out of your round if you choose to take your swing to the course. This formula will position you to progress through a training phase with fewer bumps and bruises and a lot more enjoyment. To recap, the five rules I want you to stick to on the course that will help you more easily make the changes you and your swing coach are working on are, number one, play with a training-centered definition of success. Measure your success in a way that focuses on the swing change you're trying to make as opposed to just thinking about your score. Number two, focus on doing one thing well. You and your swing coach need to prioritize the desired swing changes so you can focus on one thing at a time and keep mental clutter at bay on the course. Number three, expect to make progress by making mistakes. Give yourself permission to mess up without beating yourself up about it so that you are able to actually learn from your mistakes. Number four, be creative and flexible. Whether you're training or not, a creative and flexible approach is a must-have skill in golf because the game is never the same day in and day out. And number five, track your progress after every hole. There's no value in keeping tabs on how many times you mess up. Make a point to maintain stats selectively around your successes so you can keep building on them. To help you implement the rules from this episode, I've created a cheat sheet for you that you can download for free by going to trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash zero one six. That's trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash zero one six. I recommend that you set your printer to print out a two-sided version of this cheat sheet and that you take it with you to the course. On the first page of the cheat sheet, you will be guided to set your game plan for play. And on the second page, you will find the bullet point reminders of the five rules that I want you to keep top of mind during the round. The best way to hold yourself accountable is to check in on your adherence to the five rules on the cheat sheet following every hole. Score yourself on how many times you stayed on track, remind yourself of the game plan, and then move on to the next hole. If you have any questions about this episode, be sure to join me this coming Tuesday inside my Facebook group for my next live Q&A session at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, where you can ask me anything. You will find the link to the private Facebook group on my show notes page at trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash 016. I look forward to the opportunity to help you further advance your mental game. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes to leave me a review. It's the best way to support the podcast and enable me to keep providing you with the actionable content you need to play great. And if you haven't subscribed to the She Talks Birdie podcast, what are you waiting for? That'll guarantee you won't miss a single juicy episode. I'll be back soon. Remember that things start changing for the better on the outside when you start embracing the changes that must take place on the inside.